Blog Talk Radio. For all the news you need to know, welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. want to say happy Tuesday uh, to you guys out there. Hope that you had a fantastic, incredible weekend. Um, hope that this weekend or this week um, is kicking off on a great and a positive note for you guys. And if you didn't know, the Beautiful Butterfly Show is brought to you by Vibration Radio. Uh, that means you're listening to a show that's being broadcast globally. So big shouts out to Vibration Radio for always supporting us and holding us down. We definitely appreciate you guys. And today, folks, I'm excited. We got a guest joining us. Um, I have to tell you guys, I've been a long time fan. When I say long time, I think when I first started doing radio 10 years ago, uh, almost 10 years ago, um, I came across um, some music by this incredible, incredible woman, and uh, I'm talking about no other than S. Navi, and she is on this evening, you guys, and we're going to be talking um, about her upcoming album. We're going to be talking about new things that have transpired and happened uh, in her life recently, and uh, we're, of course, going to let you guys hear some singles tonight and all of those great things going down right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And so doing the broadcast, uh, we always, always welcome uh, our supporters, our friends to call in, uh, ask your questions, leave your comments for our guests. You'll be able to speak with her live on the air tonight. Uh, That number is 347-326-9139 is the number, you guys. And all you have to do is press one to join the conversation. Uh, But nevertheless, uh, we are excited. Um, It's real to have her be a part of our show this evening, you guys. So make sure you share Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those great places. Let everybody know that Esnavi is over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show with your girl, Bianca Fly, this evening, you guys. And so we're not going to delay any further. We're going to bring the lady of the hour on here so she can tell you all about herself and more. Esnavi, you there? Yes, I am. Welcome. How are you doing? I'm great. That was a beautiful opening. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm having I'm having like a fan moment. I said I've been a fan for yeah. <laughs> um, years now, and so I'm excited to have you on here. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. I didn't know. Um, first of all, thank you for having me on. Um, it's Absolutely. all love whenever somebody, you know, reaches out to us and 
want to help me share my music with their platform. So thank you, first and foremost, for inviting me onto your show. And secondly, um, you know, I'm, I'm humbled that you've been a fan of my music for so long yes. and that now we're here on the phone to chat. So that's what's up. I know. Incredible, incredible. And, of course, um, out here, um, we're we're walking into a brand new year and, um, of course, delving into new things. And so for you, for the folks out here, this may be their first time being introduced to you, getting to know you. So tell us a little bit about um, who is Navi. Well, I am an independent artist. I'm actually a top 40 urban AC recording artist, which I am so proud of um, that accomplishment. I'm originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and um, I'm in New York. I'm based in New York now, and I've been out here for some time. I um, released, I had an underground album that was out some time ago, and uh, Mm -hmm. Exit E, which is um, my debut album, technically my debut album, that was released in 2011, and uh, the first song off of that was Unexpected Love, which was the top 40 um, song, and (laughs) since that, like, at that time, um, the video had aired on VH1 Soul and Centric, and things Mm kind of just snowballed from there, you know, music choice, I've done Essence Music Festival, I've performed at Madison Square Garden, Um, I've toured internationally in Tokyo. Um, I performed at Summerfest, headlined with Aloe Black, Grammy-nominated Grammy um, artist, which, you know, is Grammy Month, and Grammys are upon us. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I, I've been I've been fortunate and blessed to do some things that, um, you know, I'm really proud of, and, uh, you know, I have music for anybody that's listening, um, as Miss Bianca Fly has uh, let you guys know. Music is available for download on iTunes, my debut album, um, and singles coming from my forthcoming album, Detour. So I'm I'm here to answer any questions that somebody wants to know more, but it, I think that's a good, like, you know, overview of SNIV in a nutshell. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And so for you, when did you discover um, your love and your passion um, for music just in general? I would say um, it would probably... I mean, I've always been a music lover. I grew, in a, I grew up in right. a household of music lovers, so, like, I've right. always loved music. It was more so when I discovered that I could sing. So, like, I didn't discover that I could sing until I was in high school. And when I tell you, like, I literally woke <laughs> up one day and could sing, it was like that. Like, I, I didn't – I'm serious. Like, I remember um, as a child younger, I didn't have vocal ability, you know. Yeah. And in high school, yeah. you know how the acoustics are and, like, right. the hallway or something, and I was singing whatever song it was at the time, and I was like, wait a minute, that sounded good. Hold <laughs> up. Let me see about this. <laughs> so from there, I, like, joined um, choir at school and, and kind of started pursuing uh, music in, um, you know, a very local way um, with local artists. And it wasn't until I was in college, um, I went to school, and graduated with a degree in marketing, which um, definitely helps me with my music career. That's another little tidbit about me. But um, when I was in college, I just, for some reason, I just couldn't let the thought of pursuing music go. So it's like, you know, I was always, um, I don't want to say a scholar, but, you know, the student that always got good grades and, you know, uh, accomplished a lot in the academic world. But um, I, I just felt the passion of music like taking over me literally and I was like you know I don't want to live a life where I live with regret and down the line you know 
say, wow, you know, what would have happened if I pursued a career in music, you know? Absolutely. It was like I would Absolutely. see people on TV, people getting grams. I'm like, that could be me, that could be me. So that's where <laughs> um, the inspiration and the drive came for me to make the decision to be like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it and put all of my energy into it and see what happens. And, yeah. um, you know, that's why we're on the phone right now because <laughs> I decided to to get on the highway and, and go one way and not look back, and, you know, here yeah. I am, so... Absolutely. That's kind of how. <laughs> and for you, um, making that step, a lot of times, you know, we have those dreams and ambitions of things that we want to do, um, but, you know, fear gets in the way. So for you, did you have that initial fear like, okay, what if I leave and I go and things don't turn out the way I want it to? Um, or or did you just have it set in your mind, you know, this is what I'm destined to do and, and I'm going to do it? Initially, no fear at all. Like, yeah. when I tell you I got in the car with my brother, went one way, <laughs> I don't even know if we looked in the rearview mirror, okay, that's how straight ahead we were looking, like, I don't even care who's behind me, we were about to get in the next lane, like, that's how tunnel vision focused I was, so absolutely not at all, like, no qualms, no fears, I was just like, I'm going there and I'm doing it. As right. things began to happen, fear and doubt mm-hmm. started to settle in, because obviously, um, a segue into actually one of the songs that I think you said you want to play tonight, Changes and Rearranges, mm-hmm. actually addresses that, where yeah. you're always going to experience ups and downs in life. Like, nothing is, is ever just going to be one way. Like, it's it's impossible Absolutely. for life to flow like that. And it's important for us to know how to navigate through those moments and still stay on course with what we feel we're destined to do. So that Absolutely. part, you know, became difficult. It still becomes difficult at times, but... You know, I still live in my purpose and why I do it, and that kind of brings me back to the moment of creating and still wanting to pursue it and do what I do as an artist. But fear is just, yeah, fear just kills so many dreams, and fear is basically useless. You know, it has no use, but of course, yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely um, a hard decision to make, so... Absolutely, absolutely. And so for growing up for you, um, who were some of those music artists um, that you listened to uh, personally and in your home um, as well with your family? Oh, I mean, okay, let me see. My parents <laughs> were huge Luther Vandross fans. Oh, yeah. Um, Anita Baker, um, George awesome. Benson, Stevie Wonder, Patti LaBelle, um, Shaka Khan. You know the, uh, I mean, a lot of the the uh, typical artists that right. a lot of us were raised on listening. You know, Michael Jackson, Prince, all those. But then I sort of got um, inspiration from like Annie Lennox, U2, yeah. um, David Bowie, other sort of um, alternative artists, rock artists that mm-hmm. I kind of just discovered along my way um, as I was getting into music. So I, I listened to a myriad of artists, and I think that kind of shaped my um I guess sort of like my artistry in some way. I try right. to blend and infuse other genres in my music. So those would be the main ones. But I could say like hands down, Lauren Hill was the artist that really, really inspired me to like go for it. Like I was such a huge I mean I still am a fan of Lauren. I haven't, you know, seen her recently or anything. I'm still a huge fan of her. Right. But Lauren Hill was like that artist that I listened to that inspired me to want to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And with that, um, once you got out and started pursuing um, your dreams and and delving into uh, the music scene, what were some early lessons (laughs) that Esnavi learned 
um, when when you just stepped your foot into uh, the music scene? Trusting people. You know, yeah. you go in with a certain level of, um, you know, you, you're not, I guess if you if you're not an industry, you're not educated. You don't really know what to expect. You're naive. Right. You're gullible. You're eager. So you're kind of just going with the flow of what anyone tells you. So I would say the first mm-hmm. thing would be trust. That was a, a lesson that I learned early on that I just can't trust everybody's intentions and think that what I want for myself is what they want for me. And right. when you go in, you know, blindly and not knowing how this works or just just wanting it so bad that you just kind of like, okay, well you're gonna do this. All right, that sounds good. I'm down, and then you end up getting burned like that. So I would say trust was the major one. I was extremely open when I was starting. Like, okay, you know, just everything was just as, as beautiful as the rainbow, and it was just everybody was good, and everybody's gonna do what they say. And then you set yourself up for disappointments because you end up realizing, like, oh no, nah, you know, they're, they're not they're not really official, they're not really who they say they are. And that in this industry, entertainment in general, music. Acting, all of that is full of so many people that just have ulterior motives and intentions. So I would right. say trust. I would right. say trust. So now I don't fool with anybody because no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I give everybody the side eye. Everybody. So everybody's questionable. Everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. And so for you, um, and, and getting into uh, writing your music and creating your music. Uh, where have you found um, that you draw a lot of your inspiration from? Because in your music, we can hear different sounds, a, a different feel uh, than we have felt in, in other music that we might have uh, uh, have the privilege to listen to. And so for you, where do you personally draw your inspiration? What kind of zone does, does Esnavi have to be in to, to create uh, some of these awesome songs that you've created? Well, first of all, thank you for that. Thank you for thinking they're awesome. Um, (laughs) I draw from the spiritual realm first. Um, I'm very grounded in my belief in the Most High, and that energy source is what fuels me and feeds me, so it's originally drawn from there. And then pretty much is life experiences, um, things that I've actually gone through, um, mixed with some imagination, like every single thing I, I write, a, write or experiences that I've written about, like I can't say have actually happened verbatim mm-hmm, per se, mm-hmm. but they right. all, every single song that I've written all stems from truth in my, my life experiences or something that I've lived firsthand or have seen firsthand. And um, I'm really inspired by love. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, love is... Uh, I mean, that's the most powerful force we have. And um, that's where I draw, like, basically all my inspiration from outside of the spiritual realm Um, and and life experiences. So I would say love and life. um, Absolutely. After the spiritual um, inspiration. And the zone, like, you know, getting inspired to write music, it just hits me differently, the creative process, especially now. Um, and if we want to talk about that, like my life is completely different than than it was <laughs> when I was uh, um, when yes. I was in So so now you know there's different um, challenges that I have to deal with in getting in that creative mode and yeah. um, putting myself in a place of being inspired. And you know I recently um, became married. I got married. Uh, actually, my one year anniversary was this year. And so, um, you know, I have a lot of love going on, and and my son was born last year, so I have a lot of love going on that is, like, you know, more inspiration and 
um, more to talk about and, and more things to draw from of my life experiences. But the whole process, getting back to your question, just the, the whole process <laughs> of inspiration basically stems from spiritual love and, and life. Absolutely. How much um, have you seen yourself grow uh, from back to the the unexpected um, love days, the the morning dew, which is one of my oh, one of my faves. I think <laughs> I played the I played the heck out of morning dew. Uh, and so to where we are now, how much have you seen yourself not only as an artist um, but just as a woman in general um, grow? I think I've grown exponentially as a woman (laughs) since um, since Unexpected Love and since Morning Dew. As an artist, I've grown as well, Um, but I definitely have grown more as a person than an artist since that time. Right. Um, Right. My my music has grown with me. The stories that I'm telling have grown. You know, I'm talking about things in a different way. Um, my next album, Detour, it, you, when, when you hear it, you'll probably be able to pick up on the, the difference in the direction that I'm coming from. Um, I parallel, like, when I'm working on an album, I'm a concept artist. So Exidy was, was named Exidy because I felt like as introducing myself, I was taking my listeners on a journey. So it's like mm-hmm. get off on Exidy mm-hmm. and you're going to go through all these twists and turns with me because I'm, I'm trying to get to a destination. And let's just pretend a destination is uh, what people call success in the music business, okay? Like, right. You know, kind of right. like that, right? So right. in order for me to get to wherever that place is, you know, we got to take a little trip. So um, the next album is entitled Detour because in life, you know, uh, my music is paralleling what actually happened in my real life. I became detoured. I, I kind of got off the path of the whole yeah. reason why I started doing music and um, mm-hmm. things in my life happened that I would never imagine um, mm-hmm. could happen or would happen at the time, and yeah. that kind of spawned into the detour part of it. And so as a person, as a woman, I had to grow in ways and push through a lot of challenges. Even like today, I'm different than I was three days ago, you know. Right, um, right. I'm encountering like a new awakening within myself that's resonating in my soul at a, you know, just even at a, a brighter frequency. You know what I mean? Absolutely, so it's like absolutely. I still continue to grow into the higher being and the higher version of myself. So, um, yeah, I've, I've I've grown in a lot of ways, and I'm very thankful for everything that I've gone through to get me to where mm-hmm. I am now. Absolutely. It's been a lot of, you know, a lot of bad <laughs> stuff happens, you know, to balance out the good. You know, mm-hmm. everything isn't all good, so. Right, right, and and with growth, um, as people always say, you know, comes those those growing pains, you know, and those life lessons, and sometimes we wish we didn't we didn't have to learn those life lessons, you know, the way that we had to, uh, but it served its purpose, um, in our life, and it, and it set the tone, uh, for how we move forward and such forth, and so, um, for you, Absolutely. um, in this, um, and, and we. Speaking of when it comes to your music, how important has it been for you uh, to make sure that you had full creative control over your music? Because oftentimes, upcoming artists, we talked on the show before, have talked about, 
you know, you go into certain areas and somebody's writing the music for you. They're doing everything for you pretty much. And sometimes people don't feel like they always have hands on. How important is it for you um, as an artist to make sure that you do have hands on when it comes to your music and your, and your projects? I have absolutely no compromise when it comes to creative control. <laughs> um, so much so that I have not taken meetings with major labels because wow. of me not being able to have creative control. The mm. only thing, the only thing that I can have as a reward for what I do and what I share is to yeah. be able to create and and perform and record and write and sing my music how I want it to be shared. And right. the minute someone would come in and say, no, do this that way or X, Y, Z, I, I, I have zero, and I tell you zero, zero tolerance <laughs> for anything outside of that control. Like I just, yeah, I, yeah zero. So um, if it's, I work with a producer, like, outside of him. Obviously, him and I work collectively on what we create. But as far as outside, um, you know, influences of of labels, and I just know how from just being in industry, I know how that's operated, and it's about a dollar. And so Mm -hmm. artists are forced all the time to do what they're told to do to make money. And at at that point... You know, you can be compromising your soul, your spirit, your integrity, your peace. And at the end of the day, I have to have peace. You know, I have to feel comfortable about what I'm singing about, how I'm singing it, how I present myself, my image, all of those things. So, yeah, creative control is is just I have to have creative control as an artist. Everything else I'm flexible with, you know. But creative control, yeah, I have to have have that. Absolutely. Because I think that... Uh, which I'm pretty sure that you you know, and, and we've seen um, a lot of artists kind of lose their sense of individuality um, mm-hmm. by getting caught up in that, you know, and they, they sit back and they say, man, I really wanted to do this genre. I really wanted to do this type mm-hmm. of music, you know, but the label wouldn't let me, the, you know, yeah. and the management wouldn't let me. And so you have people who oftentimes have broken away from yeah. major labels, you know. Yeah, a lot. Of, you can you can see that now. Like a lot of artists yeah. that were major are now independent, and you know, it's like you compromise your happiness. That's something else. I'm not gonna compromise because at the end of the day, I'm not right. doing this to get a check. If I was, then I would be doing whatever the wave is. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'll do whatever I can. I have all kind of like bootleg hits in my head that I'd be like, you know what? I need to release this under somebody else's name. Like <laughs> that would just bang in a club, and you know, people would probably I could probably right. go platinum overnight. But I don't do it for that. That's not the reason why I do it. I, I literally, my my purpose is to share like my music and and share it the way I want it to be shared with the people who are open to receive it. So it, it, that that's why I do it. I love it that much that you know I. If I was doing this to make money, or if I was choosing a career to make money, it definitely wouldn't have been music, you know. It wouldn't have been that. I would have chose, I could do a whole lot of other stuff, so it wouldn't have been that. Um, And, yeah, you know, compromising your happiness, I think, you know, at the end of the day, we all want to be happy. We all want to feel joy. We all want to feel good. You know, we want to do what feels good to us. We don't yeah. want something that we, we love to do, like I said, just be compromised for a dollar. And, and, again, like, I was surprised to see so many major artists that I'm even fans of, like, wow, they're independent now, they're independent now. Right. Because they literally feel like slaves. Like, they have to do this music and they mm-hmm. have to, you know, and it's, it's it's just not a good situation to be in. So Absolutely. it's very freeing for those artists that have been able to get out and um, become independent and share their music the way they want to share it. 
Because at the end of the day, if you have fans, they're going to rock with you, whatever you, whatever. Pretty, I'm not going to say whatever you do, you know. It has right. to still be within the realm of why they became your fans. But if you have true fans, like, they don't care if you're major independent. They want to hear your music. They want to hear what you right. have to talk about, what you're going through, you know, what they connect Absolutely. with. Absolutely. And, and it's one of those things that makes you definitely think, um, about, um, as you mentioned, you know, early on about getting in a career um, such as this uh, because of the some of the things that you have to endure um, and you have to go through um, to kind of make your own and create your own path, you know, mm-hmm. in this industry. Um, and so um, speaking of uh, Think About It, uh, it's actually one of your singles as well uh, that you have um, put together and so for the folks out there tell us a little bit about um, the single think about it and the concept and and how it came about <laughs> think think about a real song um the lyrics the the kickoff lyric is you have it all in the palm of your hands meaning yeah. that you have control you have more control than you think you have if you just think right. about it um Absolutely. it was a moment it was like a moment it probably was a low moment and um, I was feeling like, dang, you know, like, why isn't this happening? Why isn't, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, Z happening? And, like, what more can I do? And it just kind of sparked the idea, like, here I am with all the tools that I have. I really have more power than I think I have. I just yeah. need to think about that power and tap into that power. So the song Absolutely. doesn't sound all deep the way I'm, you know, because I try to be deep. I try to get deep. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's what it's about. It's really about um, reminding yourself that you have more power, you have more control over your mm-hmm. destiny than you think you do. You know, it's obviously we're going to go through things, and, and it's how we rise above those challenges. It's either you're going to get knocked down and stay there, and I know all this stuff sounds cliche, but it's so real. Like, right. you can knock down and stay there, or you could be like, okay, what else you got? That's okay, right. what else you got? That's what right. else you got? Because I'm going to keep this going as long That's as right. I have breath in my body to do what I do. So, um, yeah, think about it about, about that. And it's a it's a um, more upbeat track um, with a lot of energy in it. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what inspired that. Awesome, awesome. Well, we are going to uh, let the folks hear you think a little, about it. Um, and I'm <laughs> We're going to think about it while they listen to it this evening, you guys. And so we're going to come back with more uh, as Navi, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Here is Think About It, you guys. We'll be right back with more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I got the questions and the answers, but, 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 but it seems the answer's never been enough, no, no. that's a problem, not a part of the plan, Never, 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 never doubt it. Mm, you better think of 
think about it. There is a musical revolution coming. A mixture of jazz, soul, and funk. Welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. This evening, we are joined by the lovely Esnavi, you guys. And so we are discussing um, life, music, all of those great things. Um, If you guys are just tuning in, uh, we listened to um, one of her singles entitled Think About It. And um, Esnavi, actually, Think About It. Um, was a uh, promo tour that you actually had the chance to go to Tokyo, Japan. Um, yeah. Correct. Yeah. How was that? What was that um, experience like for you? I was able to see uh, some of the shows that um, that you posted, and so what was that experience like for you, taking your music uh, to Japan? It was amazing. It was actually probably one of the best experiences I've had as an artist thus far. The um, yeah. my, my Japanese fans and just Jap- Japan in general, their love for music is on a whole different level. Wow. Um, they still buy CDs there. Like CDs are a novelty there, and um, my yeah. CD is actually being distributed there at the. I think Tower Records is the last. I think it's the. Tower Records, I think it's the only one in Japan, but it's like one of the yeah. last record stores or something like that. But yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it is, yeah, It's Japan is just absolutely amazing. I would love to tour there again. Um, the love that I received, like, you know, music, that's the beautiful thing about music because it transcends mm-hmm. everything. So, like, yeah. you know, the fans were speaking straight Japanese. We had a translator, so she would translate <laughs> what they were saying. They couldn't speak a lick of English, but when my songs, when I was performing them, they would sing yeah. all of They knew all the words. Wow. You know, and Japanese people have soul. Don't let them fool you. They have soul. They were hitting my little wrist. I was like, look, <laughs> it was amazing. It was just a beautiful thing to experience. Yeah. So um, yeah. I'm fortunate that I was blessed to be able to have that opportunity, and I would love to go back um, to Japan because they just, um, you know, they value the music. Now we're in a world where, unfortunately, as artists, our music is no mm-hmm. longer valued. So right. um, streams are cool and 
downloads are cool, but we're really just, you know, they don't have value like like it used to. So yeah. it's great to yeah. go to another country and, and be received the way that I was. So Absolutely. And because we've heard many artists, and I've heard a lot of artists talk about the love that they receive um, when they go on international um, tours or concerts and thus far versus what they may experience um, in the U.S. And so for you, why do you think that is? Why do you think that other places, other countries um, have, a you know, that, that deeper love, that deeper connection for um, music artists than what the music artists happen to get, you know, on their own home turf, so to speak? You know, it's hard to explain because it's sort of like, uh, I forget <laughs> the saying, but it's something like you have to leave your home to get love and then come back to your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or am I making that up? I could be making that up. I make it up because <laughs> in my mind I think that that's what it is. But it's some sort of like cliche thing like you can leave your hometown and go somewhere else and get more love there than you get at home. But then once you get love from outside of your home, then everybody wants to love you there. So I don't know. It could be just that difference that it's, it's something different. It's an American singer. I know they love soul, especially like um, in London as well. Right. Um, I, yeah, it just could be just a love for Americans. Um, mm-hmm. I know that we tend to embrace a lot of European artists, um, right. sort of like the similar way that they do. So I don't know if it's the intrigue or the mystique of it, it being somebody from another country, but I think a lot of those countries um, have a love for American artists, and I would say American soul artists more so, because they don't typically have that. Like soul is rooted in, in sort of the foundation is here. Um, right. That's where soul music was born. So, I think that's pretty much. I think that's pretty much why, probably. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. And, and you mentioned, um, you know, the the love uh, for music in general. Um, why do you think? Why do you feel um, that kind of people's love for music is diminishing? Do you think, um, even though the internet, um, you know, that's that's the thing now, and and people, like you said, stream, they download all of these things. Do, do you think that it personally has affected um, artists and their connection, you know, with people? Yeah, I absolutely yeah. do. I, I mean, I don't know how or I don't know how we arrived at streaming technology. I know how technology. So, like, right. the value in, in having something that's tangible because of technology, that's no longer something people don't have CD players or, like, computers don't right. come with physical CDs. So it's like, well, what's the quickest way we can get music to you? So now you can get music electronically. And now somehow these companies have gotten away with um, being able to just, have somebody pay a monthly fee and they have unlimited access to artists whenever they want to listen to it. So um, I think it's just the the way the industry shifted and the people in power wanted to figure out how they could have more money and the artists could have less. It's just making that divide even greater. You know, artists have always been the last to get paid unless you own your publishing or songwriter. So um, it just kind of like diminished from back in the day to where we are now. So the divide has become greater. So that's why if you really want to try, to, like, to creative control is so important so that you can get your publishing. And if you're a songwriter, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, owning your masters, all of those things matter for you to make some money at the end of the day. So, yeah, it's, um, it, it's the industry is in a, a very different place, and you kind of just mm-hmm. have to navigate through it and figure out how you can make the most of it and, um, Absolutely. you know, kind of focus more on Absolutely. performing than, I guess, sales at this point. 
Absolutely. And, uh, of course, I know we have a, a lot of people uh, on the line listening, and we definitely appreciate you guys. Uh, if you want to um, ask X Navi a question or you just want to comment, show us some love tonight, you can do that. Uh, if you're Let's on the line already, Let's you can go ahead and press <laughs> 1, or you can call in. Uh, the number is 347-326-9139 is the number. Don't be shy. Uh, we would love to hear from you guys this evening. And I actually have a couple questions from some folks hitting me up on um, Facebook. Um, Jacqueline um, from California, she wants to know, um, how does Esnavi balance between um, being an artist but now uh, being a wife and a mother? So, great question. Hey, Jacqueline. Um, I put on my cape at 5 a.m., and <laughs> that's when the day begins, and I uh, start from top to bottom with I take care of my home first because that's the most important thing. And then yeah. from there, I trickle down to my own personal time and the the time that I have to kind of, like, split up for myself. So I've always been um, kind of like a night owl. And I'm discovering now, more recent than even before, that I have to get a lot done in the middle of the night. My sleeping Mm -hmm. pattern is weird. Um, You know, I I sleep for a couple hours. I get up and do something, take care of of Jace if I need to. That's my son's name. Hey, Jace, he's listening (laughs) with his father. Hey, y'all. Hey. Yeah, um, find a balance. The most adorable baby ever. Oh, thank you. Um, find the time. So so how, the best yeah. way to answer your question without, like, getting too deep and talking too long, um, mm-hmm. I, I manage my time differently, and I try mm-hmm. to accomplish as much as possible during the night hour and start yeah. preparing my day early. So whatever needs to be done for the house, I do all that stuff early in the morning. Um, or late at night, and then, you know, I take care of other things for myself during those hours as well so that I have time during the day to do what I need to do for myself personally, do for myself as an artist, and um, just make sure I'm covering all the bases. And then, you know, I take my cape off and I go to sleep, then I wake up and then, you know, I try to be Wonder Woman again. <laughs> Wait a minute, Wonder Woman didn't wear a cape. <laughs> it's a superwoman. Superwoman wore a cape. <laughs> Thank you, Jacqueline, for your question. Absolutely. We got a um, caller here from area code 301, last digits 1587. Uh, state your name and where you're calling from. Uh, my name is Alan from uh, Laurel, Maryland. Okay. Hey, you got a question Alan. How are you? Navi. <laughs> yeah, hi, Snavi. How's things going? Hi. I actually know Alan. Alan is a huge supporter, and uh, him and his wife, Randy, and I just have to give them love over the airwaves because they've been rocking with me for some time and um, oh, so I love you for that and I appreciate you calling in so what's up Al? I can talk to you like my homie like what's up <laughs> well I'm good that you're on tonight and um, looking forward to your uh, to your new music Detroit coming out I'll definitely thank be uh, getting that thank you um, I appreciate the love and yeah new music is coming real soon Real yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, the wait is like, we're trying to like you know get things rolling um, sooner than later because it's, it's been a while. But yeah, new music is coming sooner than you think. I'm gonna leave you with that, Alan. You're gonna be like, wow, you were you were right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for calling in and sending love to you and uh, Randy and your uh, Samantha, your granddaughter. Oh yeah, yeah thank you. And, and um, I'm gonna say hi to your whole family. Oh, thank you. Well. Awesome. 
thank okay, you so okay, much. Okay, bye. Bye bye. Oh, I love them. The green green signs. They're uh, they're awesome. So that was some love coming in. Who we got next? Yes. Um, And so you guys who are on the line, you can go ahead and press one, and we'll bring you through the line. Um, Or if you guys are listening, uh, you can call in 347-326-9139 is the number, you guys. And, uh, okay, Uh, area code 262, last digits 3292. Uh, State your name and where you're calling from. My name is Samantha. Hey, Samantha. How are you? I'm good. I'm calling from um, Wisconsin. Oh, my home state. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, I just had a question. Um, as someone that's trying to actually get into industry myself, I was just wondering if you've seen that cover of Nicki Minaj. What was your take on that, and what is your overall take on women in the industry? Uh, the latest one, the Minaj a Trois, where it was the three, her, it was Nick, Nicki times three. <laughs> Is that the cover you're referring to? Samantha. Samantha, you there? Oh, I think her call dropped. Oh. Um, well, if she's listening, I can still answer the question. Um, the yes, connection. Okay. Oh, yes, is. that's the one. Okay. Okay. And, and what was you, you said? What were my thoughts on her cover? Yeah, like what were your thoughts on the cover? And then just overall, as a woman in the industry, like what do you feel about women in the industry these days? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like Nicki Minaj to take her, I feel like she's like in an entirely different stratosphere in that she came in the industry to be shocking and to be provocative and right. to do things to get attention. So when mm-hmm. I saw her cover, first of all, I felt like she went really far to get attention um, mm-hmm. to so-called break the Internet. Um mm-hmm. After Kim Kardashian had did what she did, I guess she was trying to compete with that, and it was kind of like so overtly sexual that I think it was a fail, to be honest with you. And um, you know, I, I like Nicki Minaj. It's, it's just I'm speaking truth, and I, you know, that's what it is. It was a fail. So it's kind of like she did all of that and exposing herself in this very provocative way, but it was just a bit too much. As far as women in the industry overall, I think that it's just a broad spectrum of how some women um, approach how they want to be presented or represent themselves. Um, and when you, when you like, kind of go in with you want to be that chick, you want to, like, show everybody part and get, like, all the fakeness and become plastic, you kind of, like, don't have a choice but to always be that provocative artist. Like, Nicki Minaj can't like, go backward now, right? Like, she has to show her butt, she has to show her breast, she has to talk about what she talks about, show her crotch, or no one will be interested. So mm-hmm. it's, it's for artists like that that that's their mission. Like, you know, that, that, that works for you, but I just know for myself as an artist, um, I always want to represent something that I can feel comfortable with my family seeing, my parents seeing, now my son seeing, and sleeping well at night knowing that, like, I'm not – doing something that, I, that I'm uncomfortable with just to make a dollar. And that's not to say that she's not comfortable with it or other women that do it, but at the end of the day, if that's, you know, what they, they feel that they need to do to, to make money, you know, more power to them. But that cover, yeah, fail. <laughs> Thank you, Samantha. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for calling question. in. It was. It yeah, was. Absolutely. She, took, she took it, like, off somewhere. All right. 
and, and I love it because and one of the yeah. things that I, I that I love about you as Navi is that even for you and you go to and I'm always so envious a lot of red carpets and just awesome <laughs> and incredible events and but you're always giving us a sexy but very classy um, look when we when we see you and so for you how important is that you know your image. Um, to to put that stamp out there and not be one of those artists who okay I, I'm selling the boobs I'm selling the booty you know um, how important is it to create your own lane? Well, first of all, thank you for that. Thank you for um, for that compliment. I do try to. I'm very I'm very mindful. I have to say that I am extremely mindful of my image, what I wear, how I present myself because I don't want to add in distraction, right, from my my purpose, like why I'm here, I'm a singer. I want you to listen to my voice. Like, look at my face, that's cool. But I don't want you to get distracted into all of the physical. Um, So I I just I try to make sure that, I mean, I love fashion. um, So I always want to wear something that I feel comfortable in, that I feel dope, something that makes a statement and pretty much exudes my personality. I'm a very confident person, mm-hmm. so I wear some things that could be considered a little risky, a little out there, whatever the case may be, but I'm very confident, so I let my fashion um, parallel, I mean, let my fashion mirror that. So, um, yeah, image, yeah, I'm just really, really conscious of it. I, I don't want to do too much, but just enough. So kind of like what you said, like I want to exercise my femininity to a certain level, to keep a little mystery behind it and just not put it all out there. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and speaking of creating um, your own lane, uh, how would you would de- describe your sound? Um, I know for some artists it's easy to get compared and kind of put with other artists, but how do you personally um, describe your sound and, and, and what genre would you put, if any, uh, your music up under I mean, the foundation is soul, R&B, so yeah. I have to stick with that. I just feel like it's a little left sometimes, so like R&B alternative, R&B soul alternative, soul alternative, you want to call it that. <laughs> I think I just, um, at the end of the day, I just, I think my music is, um, is it's just very soulful and soulful in the sense of I'm singing from my soul. Like I'm really sharing some real things from my my being my my soul to my right. listeners, um, and yeah, I don't really I don't really want to try to make up something because at one point I did I was like oh this is this or this is that but at the end of the day it's just it's just soul music with a little twist a little, yeah it's, it's, yeah I definitely um I definitely infuse like I was saying before like different elements um, of different genres so it's not just always mm-hmm. typical. Of what right. an R&B or soul song might do or sound like, right, so that's right. why I throw a little alternative on there. Um, but yeah, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's soul. Soul. And uh, speaking of soul, we have another caller on the line here. Area code two eight one. Two eight one. Last digits one five five six. Uh, state your name and where you're calling from. Hi, my name is Katie, calling from Katie, Texas. Katie's oh, calling from Katie. From I Katie, love Texas. it. Awesome. I've never even heard of uh, oh Katie. Oh, my gosh. I'm not Hi, good with Hi, Yes, Navi. 
Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm good. It's so good to finally get through. Um, I just have a question. Um, how do you feel about all the um, activity going on as far as the actresses and people in the industry coming forth about the sexual assault cases, and have you ever experienced something like that before? Ooh, another good question. I can say that I have never been put in a compromising position um, since I've been in the industry or ever in my life, so I am so thankful mm-hmm. and blessed because of that. Uh, that I mean, I, I just feel so bad for women to have to endure that. You know, have I been rolled up on hard before? Yes. Um, have have men been a little bit too forward? Yes. But never anything where I felt uncomfortable that I had to protect myself. And um, mm-hmm. as far as what's going on in the industry right now, I feel like, you know, the cover is just coming off of something that's been going on for so long. And um, men and just anyone that's in a position of power, it's unfortunate when they take advantage of that power, um, you know, for for their advantage. And when you when you want something so bad, like I was saying in the beginning, Bianca, when you asked me about what was the one thing that I learned, like early on, the thing about trust, you know, when you trust someone or, or you're trusting um, your 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 purpose and your, the reason why you're doing something and you're just so passionate about it, it's almost like, oh, my God, but but maybe what he did wasn't so bad or, or maybe I should do it. And you, you end up compromising yourself in ways that you don't think that you would or you end up being violated in inappropriate ways like these women have. So I think it's, a, it's unfortunate. It's very sad. Um, I feel bad for any woman who's ever experienced any of these things because at the end of the day, you know, as women, sometimes we aren't looked at as equals. Most of the time we aren't. And we're looked at as objects. We're, we're objectified so much that uh, and men just think, oh, you know, you want it so bad, you'll do whatever I, I tell you to do, or I'm so-and-so, so-and-so, and if you do this, then you can get this opportunity. And, you know, sometimes people are weak and, and make decisions that maybe aren't the best decisions, like, you're trusting them, so, oh, well, going to this hotel room isn't a big deal. Like, you've done that before. Like, nothing bad is going to happen. And then the next thing you know, he's coming out with his pants down. It's like, wait a minute, that's not what I signed mm-hmm. up for. So it's really mm-hmm. unfortunate. But, um, yeah, thankfully I have not experienced that at all. Or I would have came out, too. I would have been part of the Me Too campaign. I, I definitely would have, if I had experienced it and hadn't um, spoke out about it, I would definitely have joined joined in the movement. And um, y'all would have been hearing from Me Too, so. Thank goodness I haven't. Absolutely. Great question. Great question. Yeah, that was good. Thanks. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for having me. And that was my favorite single, by the way, FYI. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, Bye, ladies. Bye. Bye. Thank you. I almost forgot her name, but I just remember Katie from Katie. Katie. Bye, Katie. (laughs) I think I'm going to always remember that, Katie from Katie, Texas. And, uh, Speaking um, of more questions, <clears throat> we have a, another question um, coming from uh, Facebook, Erica, um, out of Atlanta. Uh, she wants to know, um, for you, being an artist, uh, what have you found by uh, being an artist has been one of the things that you had to work on the most uh, when it comes to yourself? Um, ooh. I would say in the live realm, remembering the words to my own song sometimes. As weird yeah. as that may sound, I get so <laughs> caught up in the moment that I have literally messed up the lyrics to my own songs uh, on stage before. So it was, I, that's not really a challenge, but that's just something I'm calling out. Just I don't know, yeah. I have something 
them to say, share this with the people who are listening. Um, because that was something that I would laugh at about myself with my band. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, y'all, I remember the word. <laughs> um, but as an overall artist, the most challenging thing probably would be uh, discipline. Yeah. To be more disciplined as an artist, to do the things that I should do to take care of my voice, preparing for recording sessions, preparing for shows. Um, that's been the most challenging thing for me to do because I, I don't do it like I'm supposed to or that I should. I don't want to say supposed to, how I, as I should. Um, so that's probably been the most challenging thing. Um, and, and is she talking about well, in the creative realm or just overall as an artist, just what's been the most challenging thing in that regard? Uh, she says overall as an artist. Um, yeah, I, yeah, as an artist. Hmm. I, you know, I'm kind of stumped because I'm like, did that really answer her question? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, because there's so many, I mean, there's so many challenges in, in so many different areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess always having to be ready. Um, yeah. It's, I always have to have outfits. I always have to look a certain way. I all, like, that That can be challenging, too, because sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, I don't want to say I don't feel like it, but it, it, that can be challenging as an artist yeah. because I can't just go out looking any kind of way. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I just can't have right. a down day. Like, I always have to be on, <laughs> you know? Um, and that, that can be that can be challenging sometimes. But I guess, Absolutely. yeah, I don't really have a good answer for that one. But good Absolutely. question. Hopefully Absolutely. I, I shed some light. <laughs> Oh my and, and speaking <laughs> speaking of being on uh, with the new album, upcoming album Detour, uh, what kind um, of mixture are we, the listeners, going to be in store for uh, for when it comes to Detour? Huh, Detour is it has elements of uh, I, I want to say it's kind of like a throwback new age album. Okay. In the sense of the, the the songs so far have been inspired from more of the sixties. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like like um Change the Rearranges, it's like a sixties inspired sort of like soul rock groove. Um, and think about it with the horns and the arrangements. So this album has like uh, uh, old school gritty feel but with like, you know, millennial flair. If that makes sense, it's um it's a lot more raw, um, different than Exidy in that sense. Um, raw is in the truth, the delivery, the arrangement. It's a it's a little bit more aggressive in that way. It's not as sweet and as soft and you know as as floaty um, in ways. So it's it it's definitely different. It's a little bit different sound. But um, you know, it's still S N V. Like I'm, I'm there. I'm, I, I, I make sure that I um, try to keep myself consistent in my sound and what I deliver, and you know what makes me an artist. So that's definitely there. But musically, it's definitely um, more gritty, gritty and and raw and um, groovy. More organs, horns. Um, yeah, I guess that that would be a good way to describe it. 
Wonderful, wonderful. And speaking of it, uh, you also um, have another incredible single um, entitled Changes and Rearranges, and we talked about it um, a little bit um, at the beginning of the show. Um, and one of the things, you know, when it comes to life, uh, we have to do it, do uh, endure those changes. And sometimes those plans get rearranged and, and we may not always understand why and thus far. And so I do want to, uh, the folks to be able to hear, uh, this incredible single and, um, we're going to get ready to go to that, you guys, but don't forget, you still have time, uh, to call in, uh, to talk, uh, live with Esnavi, ask your questions, share your comments. Um, tonight, we would definitely love to hear from you. Uh, the number is 347-326-9139 is the number, you guys. And so here is Changes and Rearranges from the upcoming album Detour by S. Navi, you guys, right here on The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Thank you. 
It's all about the changes and rearranging Nothing in my life remains the same Constantly moving, never And that was Changes and Rearranges, you guys, by S. Navi, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And, of course, uh, with the Detour um, album, uh, when can the listeners um, expect uh, for the Detour to drop um, and all of those great things? <laughs> well, Detour has been coming soon for quite some time now, right? Like the, the release date has been coming soon, coming soon. But in all honesty, in all honesty, it is set to release um, later this year. Um, we don't have an exact release date, but what I can yeah. tell you, for everybody that's listening right now, just stay tuned because new music is just coming really, really soon. Like, Absolutely. it's coming really soon. So my next single off the album before the album is released is coming really mm-hmm. soon. I'm going to say it one more time. It's coming really, really, really <laughs> soon. So just stay tuned for anybody out there who is a fan, may <laughs> want to become a fan, whatever the case may be. Just stay tuned to all social media for everything happens. It really does go down the DM. So if you get a DM with (laughs) something about new music, it's me letting y'all know the soon (laughs) is that day. (laughs) But um, (laughs) but seriously, uh, yeah, the the album is set to release this year. Uh, We're we're slating for like this fall, um, early fall, Mm -hmm. and the new single Mm -hmm. is this time is really coming soon. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Hey, and when it drops, you guys know I'm going to play it um, over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. So we have to uh, continue to support um, our wonderful artists. And uh, speaking um, of support, um, I know that you also were a part of um, a, a cosmetic line, um, the Dazzle yes. Drive. Um, by VB um, Cosmetics, and so tell the folks a little bit about that, and are you going to be um, bringing some more um, as far as that line uh, this coming year? Well, you know, we're always working on stuff, so um, I right. can't speak about anything that hasn't been solidified yet, but I can say that the um, collaboration that I did with Dazzle Dry, um, VB mm-hmm. by VB Cosmetics, as you mentioned, was um, we actually did an S N V collection uh, that was wow. three colors. Mm-hmm. 
and I did yeah. an entire beauty campaign with them. And uh, the sun, the colors were named after songs off of Exodus. So we had Planet E, which was a beautiful purple color. We had Oh My, which was um, a coral color. And then we had Morning Dew, which was like a mm-hmm. green color. So it was absolutely amazing to um, collaborate with them on that. And I also was fortunate to be the first African-American face for a cosmetics line, Alison Raphael, for her cosmetics line that um, mm-hmm. was in Dwayne Reed and Walgreens nationwide. So Wonderful. that was that was another thing that was huge. So, yeah, I love beauty. I mean, I love music foremost, fashion and beauty. So um, we're always, like, looking for opportunities to open up those avenues and lanes. So um, that, that, that may be a coming soon, too, but not as coming soon as this next single. <laughs> I tell you, this next single is coming soon. Coming real soon. <laughs> and when it drops, you like, she said it was coming soon. It, it actually came soon. <laughs> Absolutely. And we do uh, have one more question from, let's see, Jessica um, from Philadelphia. Uh, she says, with your degree in marketing, have you found that that helps you to be able to promote um, your album um, in the way that you want it want to? Um, Hey, Jessica and Philly, I would say absolutely. Um, I am so glad that I have the degree and experience Mm -hmm. that I have in marketing because music is all about marketing. And the good thing about it is um, the the one good thing about technology, I know technology has really messed it up for artists as far as making money with how music is distributed now, but Mm -hmm. promotion, um, you know, being very visible on social media, knowing – I guess knowing how to really position my music and position myself would come from my marketing mind. Um, mm-hmm. Working from that that place has really been an advantage for me, um, and I'm thankful that I do have a business mind because I'm a really business-minded person. Like I, I was originally an accounting major, so I was going to be a CPA before mm-hmm. I got off on this whole I want to see if I can make it as a singer instead of making like, you know, six figures a year. Let me let me <laughs> pursue music. But yeah, I um have background in finance and marketing and all that. So I say all that to say yes. It has been a huge help. Um I'm glad that I have the background and the experience that I have so I'm able to be um I, I I'm well versed in a lot of different areas behind just the creation. You know, just, just creating the music and just putting it out there. So marketing has been a huge help and I'm I'm thankful for that and it's helped me understand the industry um, on a on a different level and really know how to um, work my work my magic and and engage and I'm, I'm very engaging like that's part of my marketing like you know just yeah. on a free marketing tip I think social media engagement and, and being present to people who support yes. you because it really doesn't matter like the whole how many likes you get um, right. how many followers you have right. none of that means anything quality mm-hmm. over quantity always. So if I'd rather have, like, a 1,000 real, real fans than having, like, 10,000 fake fans, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. people that Absolutely. actually that, that know what I'm and, – and to anyone who's listening, thank you so much for tuning in. For everybody who called in, thank you so much for taking the time to call in because that's part of your time. Like, you're taking the time to care enough about what I'm saying to listen and to call in. Right. So just thank you, everybody. And for the questions that came through on your social media, thank you to you guys, too. But, um, yeah, so marketing is key, yes. 
and yes and yes, and I hope I answered your question, Jessica. Because once <laughs> I start talking, I get I get so excited, and I'm like, what was I supposed to answer? Like, did I answer it or? <laughs> and one of the things I was I was going to say when it comes to your social media, um, I, I love the fact that you're very interactive, uh, because you have a lot of times you reach out to people and you know that might have a new song or, or maybe just be a picture. You comment, you never hear anything, not a peep, not a light, nor nothing. You know, you just kind of lost in the, in the mix, so to speak. Um, and so I think having that personal and relatable, you know, relationship um, with people who support you um, is what creates your longevity and what makes you stick with people. You know, um, I listen to you talk about um, Alan, who called in earlier. You yeah, know, I was just about to say that. Yeah, I, um, you know? I, I, I try to as much. Like, I don't have somebody manage my actual social media mm-hmm. so my social media like the pretty much like the instagram that's all me now facebook yeah. and other channels no but instagram right. that's me so i try to respond um and, and engage or like you know even on comments sometimes i try to say thank you to everybody when i have the time mm-hmm. this is part of like what yeah. i do I forgot her name yeah. was a Jacqueline that asked, how do I find a balance? Um, this yeah. is part of what I uh-huh. do in the middle of the night when I'm trying to balance the life of being a wife and a mother and yeah. an artist. I'm doing that in the middle of the night, like, oh, thank you. Let me respond to them. Let me click like. Let me engage <laughs> because I don't take it for granted, and I don't ever, yeah. you know, I, I, I hope that no matter how successful I become that I still can maintain a certain level of that. Now, obviously Absolutely. not at the same pace that I can now, but, you know, right. things are super crazy, but, I um yeah I think engage engaging with people who care enough to even go to your page and listen to your music and comment and say something you know I respect that and I I, I have gratitude for that I don't take any of it for granted and think that oh you know uh, I like I'm above that like no like the reason why I'm on your show right now is because of me engaging with you and yeah. reaching out you know what I mean so like Absolutely. yeah I, I just think that's very important for me and um, Absolutely. That's something that I just I, I try to be um, very good about. So, Absolutely. if anybody who's listening want to reach out about anything, um, again, Instagram, yeah, I'll, I'll try to reach back. Absolutely. And so, at the end of the day, uh, between um, music, uh, going to events, being a mom, being a wife, where does um, S. Navi find um, her inner strength, her inner peace um, to keep pushing, keep pushing towards those dreams. Because, like you said, a lot of times you see, like, I want those Grammys, and I think they're coming. I know they're coming. Uh, you, you guys are going to see uh, those Grammys coming her way. So, how do you uh, find you. Um, that inner strength to keep pushing, um, even in those moments where you might, like, I, I don't know where this direction is taking me? You know, I try my best to think about the reason I came to New York, think about mm-hmm. me taking that trip from Milwaukee, thinking about everything that I've sacrificed to um, do this and pursue it, the time that's been invested, um, you know, other the, the team and, and, you know, everybody that's behind me. I think about that. I think about my obligation to my purpose every time I fall off course because I have those moments, like I have those moments where it's like, you know what, I'm just not feeling this, you know. But I'm always <laughs> brought back to that original reason of why I, I, I came to New York in the first place, why I'm pursuing it, 
finding my purpose and, and just connecting to that inner voice that that tells me that, you know, you just have to keep doing what you're doing. And when I push through those moments, it's always something brighter on the other side. So I um, I just try to keep that at the forefront, as, as hard as that is um, at times. It's, it's challenging, but, you yeah. know, nothing that's really worth it is going to be easy. And yeah, absolutely. it's just, uh, yeah, it's just I'm going to just keep doing it and keep doing it. Because, like, the success, like I was saying in the beginning about XD being about reaching this destination, mm-hmm. success right. is happiness. I'm happy. Right. So I am successful in this very moment. Yeah. You know, I am a yeah. successful artist. I'm creating what I want to create. I have people that enjoy what I create. That's great. Now, obviously, absolutely. yes, absolutely. Grammys bring them on. Worldwide <laughs> tours bring them on. Um, endorsements, all those things, yes, bring it on. I, I welcome that and I receive that. But um, I, I, I just try to remind myself of why I'm doing it, you know, and, yeah, and just never compromise that purpose. Because other than that, you know, I'd be looking like uh, Nicki Minaj on the cover, cover of paper, <laughs> like, what happened? That's not me. She's really trying to get on. <laughs> try to remind myself and I have a very strong support system so yeah. you know at times of weakness I, I do have a strong support system that kind of brings me back um absolutely. to the to the forefront so absolutely and yeah. of course I know we're only what 16 days um into the new year so uh what can uh, the I know we can hear that new single as you said real real soon. Uh, mm, that we're going to And so, what else can we expect uh, from Esnavi uh, for, for 2018? Um, a lot more shows. I um, haven't performed in a while, so we're definitely working okay. on some tour dates. Uh, a lot of Beautiful. events, as always. Um, attending yeah. some really cool musical events. Um, yeah. Music being released um, You might see me on television Or um, Well let me not give anything away Let me not Let me not say that I can't <laughs> say too much Let me Let me just say that it's, It'll be I'll be more visible I will be more visible This year than okay. I was last year I think that's a good way to say it okay. um, And I'll Yeah I'll, I'll be more visible And um, Yeah That's it I'll, I'll be more visible Absolutely. <laughs> in a Absolutely. lot of different ways. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, for the folks out there, uh, as Navi, tell them where they can go uh, to keep up with you as far as social media, upcoming tools, projects, all of those great things. The best place to go, only because I'm trying to drive traffic to my website, is com, <laughs> And then you go there, yeah. and then you can go to all the other. Because, like, Facebook doesn't need help, any promotion. Right. I, I, Instagram doesn't need help. com does. So go to <laughs> com, E-S-N-A-V-I.com, and then all of my social links are there. You can link up with me there. And, again, like I said, for um, Instagram more so than other social media, I'm very – it's me – Responding, it's that's like the place that I connect with people. So if you really want to talk to me, that's where it would be. A uh, Twitter too, Twitter, but Facebook is kind of like in between. I don't really depend on that. So um, Instagram <laughs> and Twitter would be best for that. And um, yeah, asnavi dot com. And I, I welcome and look forward to anybody who wants to reach out. And any feedback mm-hmm. and love is always welcome. 
And um, yeah, and just to you, I, I again, I appreciate you having me on on your show and uh, put me on the platform to share with your audience. And you know, that's the only way we grow. We just got to keep sharing and sharing Absolutely. and sharing. Absolutely, and I definitely appreciate you coming on here. I'm looking forward um, to hearing more and seeing more um, of you um, as well. I'm excited for you, and I just, um, I just love your energy. I love your energy. Um, as, oh, thank as you. Deliver. Um, as a person, um, it definitely speaks volumes, and um, I'm looking forward to uh, what you are to bring, and uh, I definitely appreciate you coming on here and chatting with me uh, this evening. You are most welcome. Absolutely. uh, I'm sure we'll we'll be in touch on Instagram. I'll definitely, um, (laughs) I'm going to tag you and mention you when, Absolutely, I definitely look forward to you. And so um, at the end of the day, uh, for those, um, because we always have aspiring um, artists, um, some who called in this evening um, and some who are listening, what would be um, your words of advice or encouragement um, to those who are aspiring uh, to be in the music industry? Uh, The first thing would be is do what feels good and natural to you as an artist. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be something that you're not. Just be your authentic self because that's what people yeah. want. We're all here to yeah. share our individual selves. That voice, like, that. that's what you should focus on. And I think if it stems from that place of you creating and being original, and even if you're not a songwriter because everybody's not a songwriter, it's not about writing your own songs, but just doing things that resonate with your soul are the things that you can connect to, and it makes you a more authentic artist, and I think it makes you more relatable. Like, I think Cardi B is a perfect example. I love Cardi B. Yeah. Not because I think she's the dopest rapper. It's not because her songs, to me, are like that. I mean, they are hot, though. Let me not say that. Yeah, her songs are hot. (laughs) But that's not why I'm such a fan of her. I'm a fan of her because she is authentically herself. You know, and she doesn't really care what anyone thinks about it. She's herself, and she's having fun. So I think when you put that out there for other people to experience you, you're going to be more successful as an artist. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. And well said. And uh, once again, make sure you guys head over to isnavi.com. First, uh, before you go to Instagram or Facebook, before you go anywhere, stop there um, and check her out and all the great things that she has going on. And so, once again, thank you so much for coming on here. And I appreciate you sharing uh, your time with us, as well as as from uh, Jace and the hubby. Um, oh, thank you, and, Elijah. Uh, Mr. Elijah Bland. Mr. Elijah Bland. Yes, you guys. Uh, you guys have to check him out, too. Like, yeah. um, he writes beautiful, beautiful music, and uh, some of the, the, the music that he has written uh, is, is just absolutely breathtaking. So, you guys, he is another awesome um, artist. We're going to have to get him on here, too. I was just about um, to say, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have this beautiful, beautiful butterfly show, and yes, yes, absolutely, yes. Absolutely. So we'll definitely make that happen. And thank you so much for coming on here. I hope you have an incredible rest of your evening and week, and I'll definitely be talking with you again soon. No problem. Thank you so much, and thanks again to all the listeners. All right, take care. Bye. All right, bye.
All right, you guys. That was Esnavi. Uh, make sure you guys head over to Esnavi.com uh, for the latest from her, you guys. And, uh, of course, coming up Thursday, we're going to continue this music tour, you guys. We're going to have uh, lyrical uh, soul artist, Arrestus A Day, coming up this Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And so we're going to get ready to get out of here, you guys. I'm going to play one of my favorite classic joints um, from Esnavi, you guys. This is Morning Dew. Uh, I am Bianca Fly. You guys have a great evening.
Fly Show would like to thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Also on Facebook.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And last but certainly not least, you can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at Twitter.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the Vibration Radio Network.